be honest and tell me that you're cheating on me? <sighs> is that how we're gonna start this off? Yeah, that is it. We haven't talked about it yet. I didn't cheat on you. I know that you did. How do you know this? Because the girl you cheated with, I paid her 50 bucks to hit on you. Why would you pay a girl to talk to me? That's some crazy You are giving off horrible energy, but I had a series of events leading up to that. What do you mean? You're over there liking all these It's yeah. for work. It's innocent flirting that helped me get clients to I am denying because it's not true. It, okay, sure. She's a client, and after we were working out, we got food, which was across the street. That's where not we what walked. she told me. That's what I'm telling you. She told you. me you guys had sex. I'm telling you we didn't. So are you saying she's lying? I'm saying she's lying. Let's find out from her. Okay. All right. Oh my God. Paula, can you tell him what you told me? So I pretty much told her that he took me to this really fancy restaurant and afterwards we went back to my place and hooked up. And that he came onto you in the car and you guys are kissing? Yes. Yeah, see? Well, why would you sit here and lie? I lied because- So you weren't telling Wait. the truth? I didn't think that she deserved you, so I lied. We're oh my god. Clearly, she doesn't value the faithful, amazing man that you are. I thought, you know, maybe <laughs> I have a chance because- So you thought you had a chance with him, so you're trying to homewreck us so that you can be with him? Wow. Thanks. She lied to my face. And what have I been saying? All right, well. I'm sorry for doing that and making it go that far instead of talking to you about it. When I feel like someone's pulling away, I'll just pull. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you again for coming to another Cocktails and Conversations episode, webisode. Uh, my name is Yusuf Muhammad, Yams Creation, relationship, communicationalist type person, an author with a book called The ABCs of Love and Relationship. Here to have some fun with conversations. My co-host on the show, oh. flies on Get Out. <laughs> um, Keisha from She Deity LLC. Mm. I am a herbalist and divine feminine woman's coach, women's coach, whatever you say, um, and so much more. Mm. I'm Jamil Muhammad, author of Learning to Love Again. Also owner of a business called Fruit Attic, helping people build their immune system with fresh fruit. And I'm here to help people build their emotional intelligence and help navigate emotional obstacles by having very insightful conversations. Well, I'm here because I'm here. <laughs> so I'll get fine. But nah, I'm, um, we're here to have a conversation, but I'm just... So today's conversation, we're dealing with toxic. But we got on this because she walked in and she was so fly. Like, I like this outfit. And she just, you know, she threw us off today. She was that fly. <laughs> but we were talking about uh, people and toxic traits and the stuff that people say when you're in the craziest ways. But this is Keisha's thing today. So we're going to let her roll with this. We're dealing with toxic traits in people. So go ahead. Right. So the reason I want to bring up toxic traits, because I personally want to know what toxic traits are acceptable in sorry my please are acceptable in relationships so i'm single but dating married i'm married single <laughs> single but like if you enter into a relationship obviously people have no matter how much healing you're doing 
you're still going to have toxic traits. So what toxic traits are acceptable, if any, in relationships? So what's an example? Somebody say toxic trait to me. Toxic trait. Look at me in my sudden drool. <laughs> um, draw. Um, toxic is not nothing good to me. So what do you mean by a toxic trait that is acceptable? Um. So, okay. I had to look it up on myself because I didn't know. Like, okay. what I thought my toxic trait was wasn't my toxic trait. Um, so one of my toxic traits is that I'm overly positive. And, um, yeah, it said that I'm overly positive and people that are overly positive overly positive normally say things like oh it is what it is that's it so I, mean, I didn't know that that was a, a toxic trait mm. so um i guess it goes to because it is leading into a false reality right right so um now that I do that, but I'm all, I felt like that was a good thing about me. I thought that was a positive thing about me. <laughs> so, like, if I'm able to see the good out of a situation, I felt like that was good. But I guess that is a such thing as being overly positive. I'm still lost. Um, so, um, I don't still understand what that... Cause that's me also. I'm I'm the super positive. Like I've knocked on the death door like two or three times in my life. So my my straight modus operandi, so mo in life is, it is what it is. Like if it happened bad, hey. If it happened good, pray be to God. Let's keep this 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 truck moving forward. So I guess that I understand that because that has been something that I, it's bothered a lot of people in my life. Like I know. Friends and family members who hate when I say mm. it is what it is. What yeah. does that mean? Right. Just that it is what it is, you know. Some people will tell me too, like, let me just soak in this real quick. You're always trying to be too positive. Like, right now, I just want to complain about it. I just want to soak in the sorrow. And I'm like, I don't got, I don't got time. You got time for that. <laughs> like, so. my, like, my godfather died a few weeks ago, and I was sad. I walked into the the, the Janazah service, teared up. And in the same moment, my, in my mind popped in, well, it is what it is. He, this is it. We're just, what you gonna do with it? Keep right. moving. So, yeah, that... But that's not a toxic trait to me. To me. It's about a toxic trait. Go ahead. You got something to me? Yeah, I wanna... I think that the toxic trait, when you're trying to take inventory, I think I would say that spiritual inventory, when you mm. deal with toxic traits, and characterize yourself it's very hard to see because most people's weaknesses is wrapped up in their strengths this mm. is pretty much general so as you as you would name your good qualities just flip it over and there goes the bad part and if you're meeting somebody and they say and let's just say you're like hey man tell me all the great things about you you can actually listen if you listen carefully learn all their um, toxic right. qualities mm. at the same time because how you would characterize yourself normally lets people know what's wrong with you. Mm. And But you know what I found too? I found that I ask a lot of people I, I mean I'm a part of all these different groups and all these people that talk to me and I ask them what is your toxic trait? And a lot of people will tell me and like I said I didn't know what mine was what I thought was mine wasn't really mine. Um, but a lot of people didn't know what their good qualities were about themselves. They knew what their toxic trait was, but they didn't know their positive traits, which is kind of crazy to me. But really, yeah, see that? Yeah. 
Well, you know, it's funny. Or, or they, or I don't know, they don't want to come off too, like... I think it's so important to deal with Vang. what your toxic trait is because that's the whole point of being in a relationship, especially a committed one, because you're forced to work on it because it becomes exposed. You're not exposed to serious character flaws unless you're put under pressure of disappointment, pain. Um, <clears throat> those things bring out toxic traits. If, if everything always happens when you want to and everything is kind of goes kind of good for you in a relationship, then how can they ever bring out anything toxic? Right. Doesn't. So the whole point of being in a relationship is for something to be brought out of you, for you to see it in yourself, for you to see it in another person, and for y'all to actually be become better people. That's the point of being but, in a relationship. But it doesn't only come out in like... Uh, relationships I mean I think it comes out in friendships and with family too because I'm the same way with uh, a partner I'm I guess overly positive with my friends I'm overly positive with my family I'm overly positive so I don't think it has you have to go through something I think that I don't know but it is a thing where you've been through so much bullshit in your life you're like look I don't got time to I thought negative all this time so let me flip it to be positive all the time and get a better outcome but um I don't think just relationships bring that out it, do you think it's only a relationship that just brings it out pain no disappointment you have to be under something that brings out a response to it but and why? that's when it comes out because we all seek some sort of peace, you know? So when you try to pacify that peace, try to recreate what they call the absence of tension, which is not peace, but you're just trying to make it seem oh, like you're dressing it up. Right, right. You know, so say, say you take a child. The child mm -hmm. knows nothing of pain, anything. And he, because he's going to, my son, he's going to, and you see how we are. We were playing musical bowls. He meditates with me. All the stuff that I've done with myself to get me to my place of peace. I instill this in him. So if he never goes through that, is he never going to, you know, develop a, a negative trait? Or is he like, what does that mean? No, he's he, like yours. I, he will undoubtedly inherit the ones that you have <laughs> he'll be because, overly positive <laughs> right because even though you may it may seem like you have everything just great he still is absorbing your good mm -hmm. and your bad just by being your son and being in your presence mm -hmm. and he might not even realize it it's, it this happens every child yeah you yeah. always absorb your parents issues mm -hmm. but you have the opportunity to overcome it i mean you're not like in bondage to it for the rest of your life but you definitely but I'm saying but why it. do you have to go through why is it that you have to go through something to be able to be something else hmm? like like he's saying like you have to go through pain you have to go through that that develops character that develops all the, of this stuff it's but, mining out what's in you like diamonds don't just become diamonds over just because oh drops some sand and becomes a diamond it's kind of going back to the other uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> diamond is produced by what pressure and heat so if you are not going through something how can I bring something out of you but diamond also with that it brings out what's not, what's in you so if you've never been through something just like so martial arts love martial arts you know that 
was doing a significant part of my life. But I remember all the things that the teacher always would say is that you always have to practice as if the situation was going on. Don't practice just, you know, going through the moves. Practice as if it was going on. Because when you get hit, you go back to what's normal for you. And if what's normal to you is running, when you practice all you want to, once you get hit for the first time, then your mind puts into play what it's really going to do. So bringing out what's in you is you have to go through something to be able to bring out what's inside of you. Because if you don't if you don't dig what's deep down inside of you, how's it going to come out? It's just there. But something has to expose it to light. That's just my opinion on it. You know, right, it's the difference between trying to be frank or forthright or honest to now we're carrying this to being transparent. Being mm-hmm. transparent is the next level that comes in a relationship when you are now learning uh, to be like that's something that you have to learn because we're natural. Yeah, we can tell the truth. Well, we might omit some things and be like, oh, you know, oh, well, technically. And that's how a lot of us are with sort of quote like being honest with other people and how we relate to them. You mentioned that um, your relationships, and then you said friendships. I mean, relationship is a relationship, whether you're intimate or not. And most people, and especially in my work, I tell them in order to learn to love again, you have to put everything in the pie. Whether it's your family, your friends, your intimate, your partner, how you love is how you love, period. Now, there's different forms of love, but if you're a loving person, it would translate into all your relationships. And if you're not a loving person because you, you're dealing with a lot of trauma, then you're going to have problems in all of your different relationships. So don't look at it like, oh, this is the relationship and this is the friendship. Whether you're or with the person. Same. Yeah, it's yeah, all the same. the same. You're so, a reflection of your environment, as you're saying. Yeah. So, to the, the question, is it, what is, is that acceptable? Or is that something that has to be changed? Like, do you understand what I'm saying? So, like, if you are, so another negative or toxic trait I have is being passive aggressive. <laughs> we got a lot of stuff in common. <laughs> so, um, I know this about myself, but like, is that something that you go into a relationship and you're like, hey, look, I know that I'm passive aggressive. Um, is that something that you're like, well, no, nah, you, you need to fix that before you get into a relationship or this is something we can work on. Your your counterpart will match with you to the degree they're working on their toxic traits. There is no toxic trait that is a turn off. There's just a degree yes, somebody else. No, somebody else. You said there's somebody else that's doing the exact same thing that will relate to you. Now, I'm not, don't think about intimate. Just think about a, a conversation at a bar where somebody said, man, I'm having this problem. Somebody said, me too. So there is no toxic trait that somebody else cannot relate right. to you and understand what you're going through. But to the degree that they're working on it is to the degree that y'all will vibe. So when you think about a relationship like that, that's the point. So a lot of people say, well, I can't stand nothing. So when somebody else meet them, they need to meet somebody else just like that. They don't even know what the word forgiveness means because they don't forgive themselves. They don't forgive right. other people. Okay. So how do how do they grow as a a, a couple then? If and that's part of my thing too, 
if I get with someone that is passive aggressive, mm-hmm. I'm passive aggressive. How does anything ever get solved? Who said you have to grow? Y'all have to make a decision to uh, want to grow. No. Yeah, you don't have to make a decision. To even well, make isn't that work. the ultimate goal to grow and live and love? Like, mm-hmm. you have to. <laughs> 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 you have to grow. Because the thing about shit. Like, hey, we're both gonna be toxic together. Like, hey, I do drugs, hey. you do drugs. All right, cool. Something. Like, look, look at crackheads crack crack on the corner. Yeah, they get fucked up. Get relationship. They get it on and everything. Relationship to most of us that we living in married relationships. Yeah, so, but the whole thing is, is what you want the relationship to be. I did. Too often we're looking at, and this is just me. Y'all can say what you want. Too often we're looking at society and what society's portraying and saying that we should be doing. If that's not what you want, like we, this is why we have these beautiful conversations and we like talking with you. <laughs> because what you say, I don't identify on labels. Mm-hmm. But by society standards, up until 2010-ish, you had to have a label. Straight. That's what they said. Right. But now it's like, well, I am what I am. So, but it's what makes what? You happy. Mm-hmm. That's by society terms. Anyhow. Well, I think it's a, you brought up a good point because you don't have to grow. You can have a completely convenient relationship. Y'all can agree. We're going to do whatever's convenient for both of us. And when it's not convenient, well, it just ain't convenient. We call them cut buddies. Can be a cut buddy. I can have a, no. the weekend relationship that they sung about on the radio. I mean, yeah, I yeah, love man. that song. That was a jam. It's a, it's a weekend. It worked. That was a dope song. But, was, but is that fulfilling? That's the only yes. question you have to ask yes. at the end of the day. Is that fulfilling to you? This is what I want. Because you can have it just the way you want. You can be mm-hmm. Burger King know. all your life, but... Have it your way. <laughs> it don't mean your way going to be the best way, yeah, but that's have a, it your way. Remember we were just talking about how everybody said they want to be happy. But like you said, crack some crackheads are happy. I mean, you can be happy being an alcoholic. You can be happy completely... <laughs> Immersed in all sort of drama and problems because your happiness is skewed by your perception of how you think life should be. So we shouldn't just go on what we think will make us happy because we really we should really go on what makes us feel fulfilled. That is a better indication of what type of relationship and what type of toxic traits you can deal with and cannot deal with because what makes you happy may be what you can control not grow with because some traits will automatically bring up negative traits in you and you may think oh this person is not for me but at the same time that also brings out passion when there's no friction there's no you know emotion. oh my god i love you so much i'm gonna freaking burn your car up you're right you need <laughs> you sort of need both you cannot just have um you can't just have somebody where it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah you're just he, like me. But you hear him, Mr. Luke, uh, not Luke, Luke Mr. Room Tipper's over here talking, you gotta have some passion. You right. gotta burn it up some. You gotta burn it up some. Right, right. So you already know what my yang is then. I mean, it's, it's obvious that if I'm, I'm see, my, my trait, my toxic trait is I've always tried to be a perfectionist. Hence the problem with that. You know, you can be overcritical with yourself and others. You can uh, guilt, shame that comes from trying to shame. Right. So, (laughs) that (laughs) very. 
So that very trait of, of always sort of trying to be a perfectionist automatically brought out negative traits in me. And it's okay. I mean, it is what it is. I have a question. We have answers. Thank you for being there for me. <laughs> I need to tell people my life answers. What? Why are they toxic traits, though? Why can't they just be personality traits? Parts of your personality. Because I think it affects people negatively. That's why they're called text. I don't... But, but see, I don't... See, I... See, I like you when you say that I don't deal with a label on certain things. Certain aspects of it is smart, but I don't. But the thing about it is we've now become a society where we have to label everything. everything. Yeah. And everything has to be put into a way that conforms to other people's thinking. So a toxic trait, your it is what it is thing, or ours, now this is something that bothers other people so now it's toxic that's not toxic that's just the way you may that's perceive your, right. and get o- get over life another person may say well I drink I smoke I'm a sex addict those can be toxic but still somebody may say that's not toxic that's just how they're coping so my thing is why does it have to be but, what defines toxic I think it's toxic because it, it does even if you if you drink alcohol it's toxic. If I say it is what it is, is that toxic to me? No, it's, 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 it could be toxic to someone else. So it's either toxic to yourself or it's toxic to someone else. So like you say, alcoholism, it's a toxic trait. You love to drink. It hurts you and it hurts your friends. If gotcha. you're getting drunk, obviously it's killing your body. If you're... I'm just giving us an example. I mean, I'm just saying like, and that's, that's why they're called toxic. Now, like I said, I'm with you with the overly positive. Like I just... Couldn't believe that's that's what that said. I, I kick rocks quickly, barefoot. <laughs> <laughs> but I get what it said, where it's it creates false realities. Like that's the only part I identify with is it says like at that point it's like you're not accepting like that bad things happen or something. It's just that's not truth though. I mean, it's like, it is, it's I'm just saying labeling how, labeling how we think or how another person thinks because when I say it is what it is. I've accepted reality mm-hmm. of the and situation, on as well on it. and I'm basically right. I'm not about to deal with this anymore. Okay, well, somebody robbed him. I'm upset, but it is what it is. We have to figure out what we're gonna do at this point. Either we're gonna go find them, call the cops, move on. But either way, that aspect cannot be changed anymore. Right. That's done. Is done. What's done is done. What is done is done. I can't go back and change it. So. How I just don't I don't like when people say toxic. I, like, go ahead. I think about what you're saying is, what is appropriate emotional response to a circumstance? And I think that is very subjective to judge anybody. What you're saying, what it is, what it is. They're looking for a reaction that you probably should make in their their eyes. Their right. That you should either be very emotional or you should just react differently. And does that mean it's a toxic trait? Not necessarily. It doesn't necessarily have to be, but it could be. You re- nobody really knows because it's just a subjective observation. I mean, you could be really avoiding it, or you could be like, man, no, I I saw I solve problems because if you're solving a problem, you're dealing with it. Even if you're angry, even if you're upset, if you're using reason, intelligence, and you're using your brain to solve the problem, then. 
I think it's cool. I think the crucial thing is, are we, like say an addiction. And this is very crucial because a lot of people say, my addiction is not a problem. I can quit anytime I want. So how is it a problem? And they will, but their family members will suffer. People in their life will suffer. But the person who suffers from the addiction say, this is my choice. This is my life. Is that a toxic trait? That's toxic life. It's a toxic <laughs> life. And that's what we, is we have to identify what's toxic because toxic not only, even if the person doesn't feel like it's hurting them, it's hurting the people that love them. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. And I was saying too, like, say, say you're in a relationship and what if the partner doesn't have a job, right? So every day he's like, go out, he work. And you're like, okay, honey, he come home every day or she come home every day, whatever. And it's like, hey, I still don't have work. And you're like, oh, it's fine. Tomorrow. It's fine. Tomorrow. And it's fine. Tomorrow. So in that midst of that, and this is very vain, like, you know, but it's still a, a issue. It's you're still being overly positive. Like you're not lighting that fire. You're not like, hey, look, something's got to be done. Like this has to happen versus, you know, it'll be fine tomorrow. It'll be great tomorrow. It'll be awesome tomorrow. <laughs> so that's right. toxic. I and, it, and it hurts. And it hurts both. Both like, parties. Because yeah. the party who's saying it's fine is actually suffering. Right. They want you to do more. Right. And then and the party that's at home is just becoming more lackadaisical and accepting the right. fact that they're accepting it. So it's not becoming right. cool for them to right. do. Right. I got right. that right. So then, part, but that's still BS. <laughs> You're right, but I I do like I I I'm really I'm really happy about being a positive person. Like I think because right. it's a luxury to be unemployed. I'm for in my life. <laughs> bills were bills, Child unemployed or not. You had to pay bills in my life because there was no fallback plan. There was no such thing as, oh, um, I'm unemployed. I look for a job. There was no. I'm gonna make some money. Right. That's a man's masculine mentality where he had to employ creativity. Now, you're right. Being overly positive is not looking at the goal. Mm -hmm. The goal is to bring in some income. The goal is not to say you have a job. So in that sense, a woman is handicapping her or the man because you have to put on somebody. Listen, you have a brain to be creative for a reason. Right. Solve the problem. Don't be so thinking about a box, whether it's a temp job, whether it's a day job, whether it's a, you know, don't get caught up in getting a full time career Mm -hmm. job. Just bring in some money. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you can be overly positive. Yeah, that's and I I mean, I see it now, but I I didn't like I say when I first looked into it, it was just like, what the fuck? Anyway. But it's nice though. You, trust you me. You sit over here like uh uh-uh. uh. Okay. <laughs> you you would rather have as a man in terms of choice because you ask, hey, you rather have an overly positive woman by your side one than that's one that's cutting, right. you know. Yeah. Looking for blood every time you you slip up or something happened because if he's the kind of man that ha- takes pride in providing, he figured out because when I I had lost my. I had lost I had lost a job and my car broke down the same exact day. Um, <laughs> Damn. And and I had I had mom say you know where about you gonna do fine? I believed her, and I did. Dude. But I was so amazed that she didn't she didn't rattle she didn't say what we gonna do and nothing. She's like you'll figure it out. You always do. 
And that sort of kind was a quiet confidence. It wasn't no, you know, she was giving me some long speech about. This was just like, no, you 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 figure it out. You always do. And that's what I mean. You talking about? Hey, you gonna be overly positive like that? Yeah. Yeah. You need that in your life. Um, I, I still we kind of all this toxic relationship thing. We're not too deep into it, but I feel you. Uh, see, women need love. Men need trust. And if that man is, the woman trusts him, you're going to figure it out. That's all I need. This man could go build a brand new car by himself at that point. He can take the car apart, make a new car out of the old car parts because she trusts him and that encourages him to do more. So, yeah, I feel you on that one. That's not a type of relationship, but hell, that's, that's making the type of relationship. They're just saying, so it's it's acceptable to be overly positive as a toxic trait. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, I ain't, I ain't toxic. No, no, no. <laughs> my whole thing I was getting at is that some of these quote-unquote toxic traits, I think, are acceptable for people to have. Yeah, we that, need and, that. And, and that's what I'm saying. And the black, we need overly we positive need we need Because we have overly negative people. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah, the whole world is overly <laughs> negative to right. us. That's, like, that's true. So... I mean that's what that was the overall question like what is acceptable as a, a toxic trait because some people is like if you talk to people and you ask them like what could you not deal with in a relationship and they it's, it's yeah, some oh, of that, that's that's a better question for that <laughs> what can you not deal in a relationship the stuff that people come up with I think of you don't have a relationship right you don't need to be with you don't nobody. need to be like cause even like to to me so I've had we did talk about this you remember we have. But Use your then, own towel. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to that. Um, the thing about it is that, like, I believe some of these things that people won't accept in a relationship are just fallacies of reality. I'm saying that. I, think, I hope I'm saying that right. It's just the stuff that the world has put out there, and now it's like, oh, well, that's what everyone say they wouldn't accept, so now I won't do it. Like, when they talk about... What's the acceptable size for an engagement ring? My thing is, and then I know the old thing used to be a percentage of a man's salary. I said, okay, that's that's then. This is nowadays. Society's changed. Not everyone's working. So, if a man gives you a ring, he's giving you something because he's showing that this is where he wants to be. Now, let him work on it for something bigger. Now, but my personal thing is. I, this is me personally, you know, I, I could, you know, a lot of, a lot of people don't agree with it too. But if I'm marrying someone, I'd rather give you a decent ring and a huge house or a nice house than spend all that money on the ring. Because if you're like anybody, the females that I know, I've known that. people lose rings. Tie a string around my finger. Let's go. Right. Tie <laughs> a string. Let's go. We got the rice brooms. Come on, let's go. The ring doesn't represent the love. Mm-hmm. The ring is just something to say, okay, I'm married. It's what's in your heart. And the toxic traits that we have nowadays, to me, is that we have to continue to show society what we believe love is. So I'm showing off to the world, oh, this is what love is to me. I have to film everything. I don't give a damn what you think, period, honestly. I don't have to show you nothing about my personal life. And for the most part, I've always been like that. My children, everyone else. And then so I remember this. 
relationship <laughs> time period, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> that thing was because you don't put me on social media all the time, you don't love me. You must be out there with someone else. I was just like, no. That's just my personal life. Everything else I do, I have to show people. So my love life, that's me. I can keep that to myself. And we can do all the things that we want to. Religious, it don't matter. This is us. Now, if you want to put a picture of me up there, I don't care. And every now and then I take some pictures and I put you up there. But my private life, I keep to myself. But society's thing is that toxic. If you don't show your mate, you don't love them. I think that is toxic. That's Yeah. Right, I feel you that you have to sort of feel like you got to be in reality TV show all the time at all times. Yeah. Let me show you how happy we ain't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that that has become a society toxic. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, trait that everybody feels like they have to show their relationship. Good times. If you're trying to celebrate a birthday, it's like it has to be blasted all on social media. There's no, no special times, no anniversaries that don't have to be shared with all friends. It's like, what part of your life is sacred? Damn. I, I think that uh, deal breakers. A lot of people are walking around that's been deeply traumatized. And by refusing to acknowledge it and deal with it, they say hurt people hurt people. I think that when you have been deeply traumatized and now you feel like it's now on you to hurt people before they hurt you, because that's the mindset I hear about when people intentionally hurt somebody, their relationship is, well, you were going to do it to me first. It's that. That's crazy. That's one way. And it's also the other way where someone that has been traumatized thinks they need to go and fix somebody else because that's how they fill the void. Mm. So I'm I'm huge on that. Like I used to think that if I could fix other people's problems, I could fix me versus dealing with me. That's true. So it, it is so many different ways that all this stuff goes but all of it's toxic being an author author healer i think we sort of all possess those traits because even though i wrote a book it didn't mean i didn't have problems it didn't mean i didn't have (laughs) (laughs) and that's the biggest misconception is oh just because you're trying to help people don't mean that you don't need help. Right, you got it all figured too, out. Right. I know, right. And I used to always tell people, I'm in a classroom of love like everybody else. Yes. I just happen to know how to write my answers on the board. But it doesn't mean that I don't have questions. It doesn't mean that I don't seek help, get counseling. And I think the smart people in the class learn to raise their hand. They learn to say, listen, hey, I need help. I called you the other day. Hey, man, I'm getting some counseling. Hey, man, I'm getting some right, 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 this. Right. That's functional. We just learn to be functional in relationships by addressing our toxicity. Right. Because in marriage, there is so much toxic behavior. You just be like, man, why do I get married? You're like, oh, yeah, because I want to deal with it. I couldn't deal with this when I was single. I was single for a long time. It was ultra convenient. 
Ultra. Ultra. <laughs> ultra. Right. Bro, you don't have to deal with none of them. You can budgetize and have an itinerary for just about your whole social life. So how can anything ever be a problem? But when you get married, you're not gonna have, you know, such convenience. No. Just comfortability. Mm-hmm. Like it would no longer be room temperature. <laughs> so <laughs> So since your life is no longer room temperature, um Mine is hot and spicy. I think you like it. I think you like the the curve. They call it the, you like the curve because you really like the the, the average. Yeah. It's hot sometime. Right. Cold sometime. I know I'm gonna eat you now. Mm. So what else can't you deal with the relationship? You know, I figure I a big problem I have I look with people in relationships. A lot of us don't deal with is a lack of trust that we have in us that we don't have in ourselves mm-hmm. that we put or project on the other person oh projection is huge like I think that become that's one of the biggest toxics that we have in relationships as a people the projection of our own thoughts or the lack thereof trust how you want to say it in ourselves in certain aspects of our life. Like I think last week in our conversation we were talking about, or maybe week before, whatever point, we were talking about how um, in the relationship, the man, the woman and the man being, you know, just so comfortable with each other that she starts to put on 300 pounds. <laughs> and at that point, she's now projecting her thoughts of upsetness onto him right. like you are I'm upset with you because you blah 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 now you know I'm upset so I'm off in a conversation but all I have to say is the projection of your thoughts onto the next person becomes a problem because you think a certain way you perceive that you think that I think that you think that I think the same right. way it's just crazy as hell no because I'm fat now you think I'm fat I never even said nothing about your weight. I don't even care about it. I like that thing. You, you know, oh, well, I, I, I walk funny. I, I've been married for you for 20 years. You've been walking funny. Oh, just like, <laughs> no, it's not 35. So it's like, hey, I know what I got into. So all of a sudden, now you upset because you have something going on in your personal life. Now you're projecting. That's the worst toxic aspect of any relationship to me. That could be off. No, mm. that's that's. But think of how many relationships. Those of you all are watching, think about your past relationships. How many times have you got into an argument with your mate because they thought a certain way, and then they said, "Oh, you think this way." Well, you know what everybody say that they cannot stand and will not stand for is cheating. Everyone says that. BS. Everyone says, "Hey, I wish it." Would. They they made it I acceptable. Could've. That's another thing that's been made acceptable in 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 TV and everything. It's acceptable to cheat now, as long as you put up a little bit of fight and leave them alone for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Like, have you not seen that? Like, it's acceptable now. <sighs> I mean, not with me. Like I said, I'm I'm too open to like. So your your thing is, hey, you can just tell me. Right. You don't have to. And it's not new. Like, but but no, no, no. Yeah, right, exactly. So you could say, hey, like, you know, I, I desire somebody outside of this. 
I mean, your desire, take your ass home. <laughs> you and desire. Right, you were right. Go find out. I'm going to fire both of y'all. No, I'm just playing. I'm just kidding. But no, at that point is, and we talked, this was a conversation. I don't know if that's going off topic, but I do say I'm really a female that tell me the truth. If you want somebody else, tell me. Let me make the decision. Let and that's all I want. All I want well, is it's not if, it's when. Because if it's based on mm-hmm. if it's based on it, then you know, you're gonna always wanna upgrade. No. I mean if you want like if you want to be transformed, you want a circumcision of the heart, you want you, you get in a relationship for all the spiritual reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you stay with the person. But if it's not Eventually, you're going to upgrade. But I'm saying... I, a newer model? If I was married to... I'm saying if I'm married to someone. These outside relationships, I... Again, it's we talked about this. It's... Uh, uh, I was about to say something. I said, But it's the, the outside relationships. Then those are... Okay. But I may say, if we're actively dating, mm-hmm. we're dating. If you say, hey, you know what? I I find myself being sexually attracted and I want to get that person. If we're at that point, we're at that point where I'm like, all right, well, yeah. But if you cheat on me, it's worse. <laughs> if you tell me, then we could part. We still I, won't part. Yeah, equitable. What's the word? Amicable. And then we're good. Like, that's, I respect you for that. I, I, you know what I mean. So where does forgiveness come in? Who has to forgive in a relationship, or does anybody have to? Uh, well, you can forgive and let them move the hell on. Just wondering. Just because I forgive does not mean I have to accept you back in my life. Right, that's exactly. true. That's it. That's true. So I believe I wasn't for you. That's right. how, and that's, that's how I think it. it. But even even if I was for you because you made another choice, you messed up your old your that's, old thing. But Mr. Farrakhan said that the reason. Uh, what Mr. Park I said um, that the reason for being with someone determines how long you'll be with them or something like that kind of paraphrasing so if you're with someone and you have a loving relationship you could lust that's what we used last week I think lust for someone mm-hmm. however if you look at your relationship and see that this is worth more than gold and I will lose more stepping out than I will gain. You try to make that decision because like you're saying, I can tell you and then we can have a amicable departure. Right. Or I can shut the hell up. <laughs> Cheat. And hopefully nothing comes up of it Mm-mm. but then something still happens in the future. But the whole thing about it is why? This becomes a maturity factor for me as I've gotten older. Because I've done some very dumb stuff in my life. Oh my God. <laughs> but it becomes at a certain point, what, what, what are you doing it for? Like, why cheat? Why lie? Why, why lie? do I, Why cheat? Why lie? The main thing is why lie. Like, the cheating part is, I still wouldn't do it. But, you want your cake and eat it too if you cheat. But what, you want your cake and eat it too. But once you find out is that once you cheat, once you get, I mean, yes, this person, well, you know what? Let me be quiet. 
because no, 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 don't be quiet. Because I'm about to say cheating is not, but then it's a lie because we have toxic relationships at home, and a lot of times we have toxic relationships with ourselves. No, with ourselves, but let me let me go into the cheating part. So a lot of times that so I believe men cheat for opportunity. Women cheat for love and a mental thing. Mm -hmm. So once they're connected with another person, the the original man is in trouble. That's just my honesty belief. So, but with men, we start stepping out a lot of times once we start having trouble at home. And we find a replacement for that peace. So, so just go back to what I was talking about. Like you should. Oh, I know, Keisha, you're so right about everything. I know. Go ahead, continue. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm just no, you're not. So I'm just kidding. We're, we're we're cheating for peace. Um. Damn, I'll go you, off my. You part. think you think it's cheating for peace? You 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 think you're cheating? It's, for a, it's peace. a delusion. Either. It's a delusion. That's what I'm saying. It's a lie. Because you think that you're cheating for peace, but you're really causing more problems from home. Because what once you start pulling away from home more and more, now you're creating problems, more problems over here. Mm-hmm. You can satisfy this problem by making more money and you know feeding that over there, so she's more happy. But she's still not at peace. So I'm about to burn some shit up. Hey, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 what's that movie? <laughs> Waiting next hell. Thin line between love. Thin line. No, right. all the movies. <laughs> all the movies. So you know. I'm glad you're talking about because that's like the most common complaint. Uh, people say they can't find somebody, but the, I think until we deal with it, from being the victim and the victimizer, both of them dealing with it. Why? How does it affect them, and how can they get through this? Because. What's going on? We're just ping-ponging off of everybody. Everybody's just ping-ponging, ping-ponging. You have all these dysfunctional relationships. You don't have any stability. Stability at home, stability in the family because everybody's accusing everybody of not being faithful. Um, even like you say, in, even in the dating setting, the same um, responsibility that a husband has um, is for boyfriend. What's for even hell? You just, you just caught feelings. And I think now we, we're going to really have to deal with like our relationship structure because like you was talking about the toxic relationships, we're putting this on a new relationship because we want trust. We want to feel secure, even in a dating girlfriend, boyfriend, just really just a fresh, committed relationship. But fidelity is not something to be played with, nor is it to be demanded um, based on um, God's law when you're not doing it the right way. But even though we need that, we're like, listen, I want you to be faithful. No, I want it early now. Give it to me early. Give it to me before you fall in love, but... So I have a new question. Way, way. way. (laughs) There you go. So, alright, we're dealing with fidelity. We deal with polyamorous poly relationships and cheating, right? We've dealt with all these subjects. I gotta get this poly group in here. We gotta have a conversation with them. But, okay, because society's now changing, um, 
there's statistics that there are actually more men than women that are actually women's birth rate. Uh, I think we outnumber a probably 12 to 1 I think in the birth rate men and women however as uh, the matriculation of life and all the other stuff that happened with black people especially we are now outnumbered women and men by the ages I think the numbers are 15 to 1 in the average in most places so with that being said what is the next step in life will it actually be cheating when it's more men more women than men Will it be acceptable to be having these group relationships or will still women, you know, I want my own, he got to cheat because he got opportunities. And I'm just, I'm just, you just made me think about all of this while we're talking about fidelity, well, um, the infidelity. Polly doesn't go into that. I mean, you can still cheat in Polly. No, no, I'm not, but... I'm not going into that with Polly. I'm saying those... Will this have to be introduced more? Now, I don't think it has to be introduced more, but this isn't something that's new. This has been around for ages. Oh, I know. <laughs> I so, um, but no, I don't think everyone will conform to that type. I mean, it 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 will balance itself out. <laughs> Ladies, are you going to share your man today? Tomorrow, next year, you share your but, man. But the, but the, the thing is. They already They just don't know it. So I mean So will you willingly share your man? Let me ask that question. Everybody uh-uh. I think it's funny. Um my my dad happened to marry my mom and she already had children. And it's funny how when people talk about poly they never talk about children. Children is the purpose of yeah, having she- a big family right and you know everybody's gonna think it's all fun like no it's, it's not, not it's, it's work. not all fun it's it's work and it's a very it's a form of social welfare and altruism where you're taking care there's a lot of women in our society that are marginalized because they're not first on men's list to be married they're past childbearing age that's mm. one that puts them at a certain list. Then they they may be at a certain age. So and that puts them at another ring. So you have all of these women that still desire love, still desire companionship, still desire to be loved and deserve to be loved. Yet when we talk about poly, we hardly ever talk about the people in society that are most in need and marginalized in, you know, social love life. It's always like, oh, and think we'll probably think about, oh, yeah, let me give us a little young. And it's like, it's not even used for that. It's not, the purpose of it is I not I mean, that's the people that. that are thinking it the wrong way. Right. That's, 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 yeah. that's, that's people that's looking for something else. Like, like the poly I'm talking about is building a family to create generational wealth, to keep a legacy going, where it takes a village to raise a child type poly. Like, that's my ideal I mean some other people too but um, not that new stuff that you got going on I think when most people think about it and talk about it they do refer to it as something where everybody's all up in one house yeah like one kitchen when it's like no if you you need to take care of one if you got thinking about your one wife. is right if you but new <laughs> that's what our Quran says mm-hmm. you know all that that, isn't that the number one question you get as a fellow Muslim is, hey, y'all can have one on wife. It's like, you don't understand. Yeah, well, I, I, I was on the corner. I, you know, he was on the corner. Yeah, I was on the corner. 
Excuse me. We were out selling phone calls the other day. And um, this man stopped me. And he said that's the number one reason that... He said that's the only reason I really don't accept you all as Muslims. I said, why? He said, because you like to have more than one wife. I don't think that's fair. Now, I explained to him real quick. I'm going to do this real quickly, too, that... Um, right, now that's a choice some of us make. It's not some choice all of us make. I said that, you know, look at it like this. It's good and it's cool to have because the the notoriety, I got two women, I'm looking good, especially when they bad. Woo wee! Oh my God. Girl, come on, walking down the street looking like. Throw yourself away. Throw in. <laughs> but what happens is, and I explained to the man, that's nice. And we, I, this was a real quick conversation. I said, but look at it like this. But he was sitting with his, his wife, girlfriend, whatever she was. I said, sir, look at your lovely mate that you have over here. And she smiles. But I can tell they had just been arguing. Because, you know, <laughs> you can feel the tension in the vehicle. I said, imagine having two of her. Would you want that in your life? See y'all looking at the negative aspect. Tapped them on the car and said, let's go. Have a good day. That's not a negative aspect. That's just putting in the reality of those. As Jamil was talking about, the family aspect of it. We're looking. The toxic part of it is everyone's looking forward for the sex life. But the other, yeah, like the, you're dating more. Than right, maybe, but the reality of it is when you start talking to people in a relationship, it's more than just the sex. It is the family unit that you're building. But that's when those people who are actually married, not the ones who are married and got a girlfriend, I got a boyfriend. I'm saying is those of you all who are married, uh, like the, this, this, the Mormons who can marry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Their relationship is different because now you're actually committed. But I mean, it's, it's not like uh, they have a choice. It's not like you could go get married to two people here. So and some, some people found a way to do it. I mean, it's it technically it won't be recognized though. Hey, hey, they did it. But <laughs> somebody who say I'm married to my wife, both my wives, I look at it like you have a more of a commitment to. So your you don't feel like if it's if it's not a marriage and it's no commitment. I think in some aspects of I think like if. This is an example, everybody. This is an example. You and I are married. And then I decide, or you decide. Because I decided. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You decided that you're going to go get us a girlfriend. The girlfriend lasts with us for three years. And then all of a sudden, oh, you know what? I don't like her. Or y'all get into an argument. She's gone now. Now, if you and I get into an argument after three years... Can I say get the hell No, because I'm what? leaving divorce. I'm going to kill your ass. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But that's my no, point. But, so now, but if I got two of you who have the same thinking, what are we doing? We are forced to work everything else out. Right. But if I got a girlfriend, I'm not forced to work this out. No. No. That's a toxic right there. I'm just kidding, Jamel. I'm not that crazy. <laughs> It's not on the first day. I know. You get to know you better first. Right, right, right. But no, I I think, I don't know. I'm I'm overly positive, so. It is what it is. is. If we meet, I feel like when it happens, we were all aligned. And that's just. Well, I I wanted to piggyback on what does it matter? It's based on the agreement. Um, Because when your agreement is rooted in something that 
is a standard universal reference. That means when you get mad, when we look, when we seek arbitration to solve our problems, we both agree. But if it's emotional, see, that's the reason why girlfriend, boyfriend is toxic because you get to change the rules. You can say, I feel right. Therefore, I am right. So you're like, well, how do we go? How are we supposed to? When there's no spiritual foundation, and you rely on your emotions, that leads to very intense arguments, and it just leads to a bottle, a bottle uh, neck of problems that can happen, because there's no standard reference. No one will humble themselves to a standard truth. Um, so that's what's wrong with relationships when you invent them as or innovate them as you go on, because. Well, where's the rules in this? Can I ask a question? Because I love talking and listening to y'all because I always got to be thinking over here all the time. Um, are we talking about uh, things you can't deal with in a relationship, quote unquote? And we're all mature enough. We've been through relationships, especially you, my big brother. And I always shout out to you because you're married and you're happy with your children and everything. The good life, what I call it. So... Being in relationships before, when you were young, because we're going to start close down in a few minutes, what are some of the things that you couldn't deal with, that you thought you couldn't deal with at one point in your relationship? Now that you've got older, it's like, man, that's some BS with my thoughts. And what are some stuff that you like, you know what? I didn't want to, but I'm learning to. You know, I'm just going to ask these questions. This is for all of us to answer. Um... I know something I thought I could deal with, but I couldn't deal with is when someone is not a loving person in general. Long as they love me, we good, you know, but I got like a, so like, you know, like a pit bull, like you like, hey, this person bites. Right. <laughs> Stay away from them now. And you you take a lot of pride in them. He's like, well, I, well they don't bite me. Um, keep going. That's something that I realized I couldn't deal with because when somebody's not loving, don't matter if they they'll turn on you eventually. Um, that's something I thought I I could I could not deal with. I thought that being dishonest and lying and all that that oh my God that you just I realized when I wanted some things forgiven, I had to do some forgiving myself because. That's really the fundamental problem uh, in, in relationships is a lot of people want, they don't, they don't understand the process of what accepting somebody for who they are, what that is. They don't understand the process of healing or forgiving and how that looks like in the real world. Um, they really want things to be instant and instantaneous and they have, they lack patience and the emotional fortitude to be able to deal with time. Just like you raising a child as a mom, you you have to forgive. You have to endure, you know, his immaturity. And you have to look at the big picture. You have, like he was talking about family, like, like what you said, you're happy because you've decided to work on problems. Every problem comes up in married couples. It's just married couples decide to work on them. Single people decide that it's so much easier to let just let go. them go. That's right. And find somebody else. Mm-hmm. And eventually like you be like... Easy, though. That's what? I don't feel like it's that easy. It's four hundred dollars. It is. It's much easier. I mean, you don't have anything b- technically binding you together, but I don't feel like it's as easy as no. It's hard. I got you. It's it's emotionally hard. Yeah. But it's easy to let go 
But in your immaturity, oftentimes, we don't understand that the letting go is actually creating more problems for us in the future. Sometimes you have to let go. Because right. a person just immature and can constantly cheat. But not all the time. But not all the time. <laughs> but see, so like, like, we don't want to work towards nothing. Like, oh, they don't work, all right, I'm out. You're out. You're right. giving up on somebody because they won't listen. Like, I remember this one person talking, literally. We did nothing else. Talking. And the conversation was like, well, I have to keep saying stuff to you all the time. So I can't talk to you no more. My whole thing is, well... We all grow and and learn things different ways. And just because you're repeating certain things doesn't always mean that, oh, well, you're not listening to me. Nah, it's just I'm used to doing certain things a certain way my whole life. Again, you 37, 38, 30, I think 33 at that point. So I've been doing something for 33 years. And all of a sudden, you don't like it and you want me to stop. Come on, man, grow up. Like, we have to work together on some stuff. And, and that's like... These are big things, but we take the small things and make them into, oh my God, this is something that I can't deal with in my life. No, it's just something you choose not to deal with. But I'm, I, 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 I feel a way about that. And I feel a way, cause I feel like, I ain't gonna deal with something, like if it's something about somebody that I just cannot deal with, then you shouldn't be with them. I, I feel like that. Like if, if I'm a light sleeper and I have a very hard time sleeping <laughs> and my partner snores every night <laughs> and I'm <laughs> and I like I have insomnia real bad so it's a problem so when I go to sleep I won't sleep I won't sleep but I'm not saying but you you know this at the beginning this is the thing this is my problem with people but that comes to testing the car right, right. <laughs> so this is this is and this is my problem with people oh people gosh. will deal at the beginning, because you go into that that lust phase, and it's like, oh, I like you, so I'm going to try and deal with this. And you know damn well you cannot deal with that shit. You know what I'm saying? So at the, I think we, I think it's okay to cut it off. I think we're cutting it off at the wrong damn time. We just cut it off because, too soon. No, yeah. I think you're cutting it off too 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 late. Too late, because you're you're like you gotta you got the beginning, middle, and you got the end. The beginning is if, if it's not for you, you need to cut it off. Because that's before y'all develop feelings. That's before y'all go and get all this stuff going on. That's one step. That's one group. Right. People. And then you got the middle people. Then y'all done been through all of this. You done dealt with it. Now you're like, nah, I don't like it. <laughs> and then I think the middle portion, like at this point, you need to stick it out. Like, because you already, you sh- if, if it wasn't for you at the beginning, you should have left in. Because I'm not changing who I am. And I shouldn't have to change who I am to be with you. Like I overstand that. Right. One. I overstand that one. Like, so like, yeah. I feel, and I, I'm a firm believer. If if you're for me, that how I how I move, you are gonna fall right in line. How how you move, I'm gonna fall right in line with you. That's how I feel. Look at you. I, I think it's you I think it's question. fair you bring up the infatuation phase and right. what that person's expectations were during that phase because once you leave that phase, now you can see their flaws. It's like magnified. Yeah. Is are these deal breakers now? Because yep. now all the flaws leave it up to see is that you know, as most people complain about living with somebody, the issues that come with that, those are flaws that has always been there. Exactly, and that's and that's the thing. Like you hold your fork the wrong way. <laughs> you, <laughs> you too too loud. You left handed. Like I can't tell that. I've been left handed since you know me. Like, 
kind of like the way your eyebrows <laughs> flinch up when you be upset. Your lip turn. <laughs> but no, like it's ser- it's seriously something like I and I've always said I was like some of the things that people like specifically love me for when they first meet me is the things they hate about me later. So I love your carefree oh, attitude. I love that, that analogy. Of it that it is. It's, I love you. You're every look. You're so carefree. I want to be more like you. Not knowing when we get in this relationship, I'm still have that carefree attitude. I'm still right. going to be that same person. I'm still going to be that. So what is yours? Wait, that I thought I could deal with? And you couldn't. Um, you thought you could and you couldn't either way. So, I mean, I don't know what it's called, um, but I dealt with... Uh, actually, I dealt with it a few times. So I dealt with a person that um, basically had... Um, how can I put this? I already knew say, hey, I don't know how to love. I mean, that was something he told me straight out is I don't know how to love. I love you, but I don't know how to show it. I don't know how to I don't know how to do this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I got you. <laughs> I'm like, yes, that's okay. Give me those red flags. <laughs> I got <laughs> bleach. <laughs> yes. I got it. Got so I got bleach. I got bleach. So, and I'm, I'm like, you know what? I'm strong and I can do this and I'm going to help this person. Cause that, but that's my nature. That's, that's, yeah, that's yeah, you know, yeah. I want, that's my service I feel like to give to people and that's what I want to do. But when it comes to a deep personal relationship, it was draining me. So it was like, one day it's like, yeah, I love you. And the next day it's like, I need a break for like three, three weeks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, well, mm. I'm out. <laughs> like, I mean, at some point before I was just like, okay, well, I understand. Because I understand recharging. I'm the same type where I need days to get my stuff together. But I couldn't deal with the, the constant mood swings and stuff like that. Like, And at first I was like, no, like, I got this. I'm going to stick by your side. I want to be that person for you. Yeah. I want to be. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what was the thing that you thought you couldn't deal with, but now you see that you can deal oh, with it? Oh, well, it's nothing. I ain't dealing with shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> and it's, right. And it's just... Cards to go, baby. Um, it's... Um, I, 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 honestly, I haven't come across anything just where I'm just like, oh, I didn't know I could really deal with that. I haven't come across that yet, to be honest. Now that I can think of. I just it. got mine in my head. Go ahead. Okay. Um, the thing that I thought I could deal with, but couldn't deal with, religion. My son's mother, and I talk about her a lot because that was my home, still is to a certain degree. Um, both two religions, I'm Christ- Muslim, she's Christian. We met in college. Um, Ace Boom Coon. But when it came down to it, as I. We, before we split a while, right after doing the process, the religion thing became something for me. And this is a lot of problems a lot of us have that we don't really look. This is, about, this is what got me into proper conversations, communication. Because when you look into it, you really start asking the questions about why, what, when, where, how. And the question of how are we going to raise, raise our children? is the biggest question most of us look over 
but have to look into. Mm-hmm. How are we going to raise our children? I'm Muslim, you're Christian. Or I believe uh, we could be both still be Christian, but I don't believe in Christmas and you believe in Christmas. Um, or I don't eat pork, you eat pork. These type of things that have become mm-hmm. problem with. So I just use religion as the overall, because that's for me. But that's something I thought I could deal with. But as I matured, I was like, mm, right. that ain't for me. And that's why I say it, it really goes to people really fitting into where they fit with you and how you fit with them. Because that that's a, and that's something you got to literally, those are those first questions that you need to be asked. You can't up front. front. I, I, I want to say as a married person, you can have an ironclad agreement and people will wake up and change. Well, that's true. Always. It but happens. you got a... You got a... You got How... Um, I, I, I just call it a relationship. How y'all deal with problems when they come up because that's how religion is used. If once you get to the meat of it, um, okay, how are we going to deal when that problem happens? Are we going to get us something to drink? Are we going to buy some candy? Like, what are you going to do? How are we going to deal with issues? Like you said, proper communication... That talks about what your true religion is, and I noticed that that you want somebody who's going to seek refuge in their concept of God, and as long as her their concept of God is a righteous God, that's the Creator, then you can work with them because you had because then y'all can both agree on righteousness. What is your foundation that you are right. building upon? Because that determines how you're going to grow. Whatever you are, go back to like you're saying God. And some of our viewers may not use the word God. Right. I'm just I'm talking in general. Um, but what is the foundational practice that you are building a relationship off of? It can't be something that is tangible. I mean, not forming the tangible means you can touch it, but it can't be something like sex. It can't be something like money. It has to be right, something. Right, because those things fade. It can't even be feelings. Feelings change. Right, all those things can change and fade. It has to be something that you can go back to and have a foundation to grow off of. And God is the, always the easiest, the, the strongest and the easiest one to start off on because where we believe determines how we will grow and how we go from. So, you know, truth. If you, truth. Um, I remember a friend of mine would always say, Truth is the strongest foundation that you can stand on. Because if it's true, you know, hey, you know, ain't nothing gonna change about this. Two plus two is always gonna be four all day long. So, um, the thing that I thought I couldn't, but I figured out I could, is sex. That was, um, a lot of us as men or people, especially nowadays, going back to talk relationship, that you think sex got to be all day, every day, and then you get mature, and it's like... I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm tired. Being in your 40s is so much better than being in your 20s because you can still perform in your 20s, but you don't have to. And that's just a great thing about just maturing as a man is... You know, we, we we still men, but now we can discipline our mind and our heart to desire it when it's time to desire it. Well, who we want to desire it from versus it feels like it's out of our hands. Sometimes. My mind is telling me, <laughs> get this. Woo! <laughs> 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 right. God, you said, girl, she walked by. God. Body's telling you yes, and your mind is telling you no. That yeah, becomes like less than yes, yes too. <laughs> 
by the end, my spirit right. they stepped in with you. Get that. Yeah. All right. That's a toxic trick. Right, listen, if you meet somebody and they're like that, um, say they just they have that toxic trait, but they do not have control over whether or not they can be faithful. I would tell everybody just be their friend because too many of us throw away good people um, because we recognize one or two toxic traits instead of just being their friend. We need more acceptance in relationships. We don't have to move to intimacy. We don't have to try to build on something that's not there. But please stop throwing away good friendships trying to date people who are not ready. Mm-hmm. Because I think if, you, if you're able to accept anybody for who they are, they will be your friend. I think, but you all, I'm sorry, you know, always got something else to say. <laughs> I think too, with that, I agree. Um, some people you shouldn't be dating. Some people you really just need to be their damn friend. But, right, but you do need to, to have boundaries even with them when it comes to the um, accessibility to you as well because friends will do the same thing like you're still going to try to fix them it's still a relationship like you said you're still going to try to be there in that that light and it's still equally as toxic so can I put some sauce on that? you want some sauce on that? I want some sauce on that go ahead Um, I believe in certain aspects you should court slash date your friends um, in a way that you have to cheat. Too often nowadays, especially nowadays, everybody, oh, I meet the person 10 days and oh, that's my friend. No, not at all. You should be going through the process of figuring out how much of a friend someone is to you nowadays. I mean, literally, take them through the ringer, court them, ask questions, see, test them in their own way. Because some people aren't going to be good for you in your relationship. Some people are good for now. Some people are not even good for today. Some people should have been with you 10 years ago because, like the saying goes, two people can have been with the same person and they have not been with the same person. Mm I can be your friend today, but tomorrow I'm not the same as I was today. Cause I could have got in a, a gunfight this evening. Tomorrow morning I'm waking up. I'm on a whole new plane. I'm seeing life differently. So you have to constantly check your friends. Where are you at? As the saying goes around, you look around your friends. If they don't encourage you to do better, you're not in a circle of friends, you're in a cage. If nine people hanging out, you start hanging out with them, you become the 10th broke person or the 10th rich person. What are your friends doing for you? That toxicness that we keep talking about this, this conversation is what level of toxicity is someone on? And is this level something that is good for you to be on them with? That's just my final thoughts on that conversation. I'm done. All right. All right. All right. I like it. I'm, I apologize for taking so much time. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, I'm good. Um, we closing this thing out? We go ahead and close it out. All right. It's Keisha. She did it, LLC. Um, hopefully, you guys will um, watch this, get some good information. If you guys have any questions that you guys want answered, feel free to reach out to us. Yusuf. 
uh, Yusuf Muhammad Yams Creation on all social networks. However, the cocktails and conversations, um, our podcast, our uh, Facebook, our Instagram, everyone has access to it. So you answer a question on there. Some people have been sliding our inbox already. It's kind of funny. Uh, but if you slide in there, ask a question, just say who's directly to directly, and we get them to ask the question and ask you back. Yeah. Hi, this is Jamil Muhammad, um, learning to love again. If you have any questions about this topic, um, feel free to ask us because I think everybody's dealing with a toxic situation in their own way and maybe we can help. So that's my piece on it. And again, tell us what are some things you can't deal with in your relationship or things that you thought you couldn't and figured out you could, or things that you figured you could, and figured out that you couldn't in the long run. No, hit us up. Again, pray you join us again next week. Hopefully, we'll be able to do this again. Uh, Yusuf Muhammad, Keisha, Jamil, Jamil. Cocktail of Conversation. Y'all be easy. Peace. Peace.